0: Hello and welcome to six more weeks of winter legends oh, of Philadelphia. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> These are your hosts, Tony Woodchuck Trove and his it. schoolyard chum, Johnny Gopher Zito. <laughs> I'm Brian Land Beaver Beerman is- helping out on engineering <laughs> duties and editing. Land beaver.
1: Land beaver. So a beaver.
0: Yeah. What do you mean? Like a water beaver?
1: Well a water beaver builds dams in the water. A land beaver does no such thing
0: might be wondering what do these guys know about meteorologist marmots? well in addition (laughs) to being philadelphia natives trove and zito have a lifestyle brand south fellini that focuses on philly culture and in jokes and comfort and podcasts and obscure holidays lots of times customers will will ask us which local rodent predicts the humidity (laughs) or they want to know are we stuck in a time loop or is this deja vu so we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you.
2: And if it's your first time
1: listening, thanks for your time.
0: Yeah, we got to get rid of this. You know we're going to read thankful. it. We're
2: not thankful.
1: You guys didn't read it for months and months. It's just it's in there from from the copy and paste of every week. We'll delete it. <clears throat> I was always hoping you would read it. I'm glad that you eventually got around to it. Delete it now.
2: I wasn't. Th- I. It, I wasn't thankful until recently. <laughs> so I. W- I. W- I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it.
1: Uh, for anybody who's not aware, this week is uh, Groundhog's Day. So we decided to focus this episode on the sleepy town of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, where an annual meteorological event. Gathers thousands from around the world. In the wooded hills of the forest town lives Phil the Groundhog, a magical creature with the ability to affect the changing of the seasons. Should Phil not see his shadow, winter will end early, crops will flourish, and the people will prosper. However, if the fuzzy little beast does see his shadow, then the world is plunged into six extra weeks of cold, desolate winter. Today, we examine the importance of Groundhog's Day. So Why running.
0: can't he just pick summer every year? <laughs> Why is he got to be a dickhead?
2: That, I <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's predicting. He doesn't I don't choose know if you... it. It chooses, yeah. it chooses it.
0: It's like Highlander. No groundhog wants to be. You don't choose to be the groundhog. You just, you are. just
1: are. You are the groundhog. And they're, and they're be only one. be one, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Highlander. Uh, Trove and I went to Gobbler's Knob in 2007 or 2008 uh, for a crazy <laughs> pilgrimage to Punxsutawney.
0: That's a strip club downtown, Gobbler's That's Knob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's in the strip club district. Huh?
2: It's so yeah, Diller Avenue. Yeah, we, me and Zito went because I guess I had watched that movie, Deer Hunter. <laughs> and- <laughs> And I like this is like some Charlie Kelly shit. I had never been to Western Pennsylvania, and I swore we were gonna have the best pierogies and beer we've ever could could eat, like in the movie The Deer Hunter. And right. Um, right. cause I knew the movie Groundhog Day, but didn't even really shoot in pennsylvania and there's so no pierogies
1: in that movie so where's that's the what incentive I'm saying.
2: it's just like what one of those canadian movies right disgrace crazy. <laughs> so i was like it's gonna be just like deer hunter we're gonna go we're gonna go west and we're gonna eat pierogies and we're gonna have like, we're gonna party with this groundhog we're gonna drink it's gonna be so wonderful and um it really wasn't like that it was nothing like the deer hunter
1: no it was nothing like the movie groundhog day either
2: Nothing like that movie either. Nothing like that
1: <laughs> movie either. <laughs> Which one would assume it would be a little bit closer to. It was like neither of those movies. No, it's a shock. It was a real shock. We, uh, I remember <sighs> we got there. We, we drove through the night. We drove with a group of friends in a big um, uh, camper van. And uh, when we got there, we expected a scene like in the movie Groundhog's Day at the center of town. But Gobbler's Knob is actually a, like a mile outside of town, two miles outside of town, on top of a hill. That you have to climb, and it's paved, but it's pretty steep, and you're not allowed <laughs> to drive it. You have to walk it. And so, in the it's pitch like black of like night, a, we drove. <laughs> <it's,
2: laughs> what did we drive? We drove like we we parked it in like a like a strip mall.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, and and it was there was no like learned, shuttle buses quaint. or anything. It, no. You just you
2: just walked. You had to know somebody if you wanted a, a ride. So we had to walk. <laughs>
1: You had to be friends with the groundhogs if you wanted a ride. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, we went to the top of uh, Gobbler's Knob, and we waited in the. It was it had snowed, so there was snow on the ground, and mm. uh, it was very cold. And uh, as I recall, a woman came and told us uh, 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 that w- that she believed that year that the uh, that the uh, that the groundhog would see its shadow. Because it was uh, that was a rare event, and she thought we were there for something special.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're we here for some pierogies, lady.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's culture class. <laughs> do you think the Do you yeah. think the people in Punxsutawney uh, they hate it?
1: No, I know. think they love it. After after the ceremony, after they after they came out and they brought the groundhog out of the out of the uh, tree trunk, and uh, he didn't see his shadow. We Mm -hmm. all, the whole town, there would have to be like 20,000 people in the woods. Everyone migrates back into the city and every bed and breakfast and diner and restaurant in town serves a uh, breakfast buffet with all the sausage and bacon and syrup and eggs that you could ever hope for. And uh, unlimited coffee uh, everywhere you go. So it's definitely um, something that they enjoy, that they love doing, that they take a lot of pride in, and they made it quite quite an experience for us. What
0: about the next day?
1: Oh, the, the ride home day, is rough.
0: Who's going to the bed and breakfast? The next, You know, it, they don't just have a groundhog. They're like, we also make honey here. We don't just <laughs> do that. We, have, we do all their stuff. We have a Target.
1: Have you ever tried the pizza in Punxsutawney? It's actually really good.
2: The next day is when they play Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real show. That's, that's how it is, kind of like Deer Hunter.
1: Spearman, have you ever made the migration? Did you ever try and go? No.
0: Uh, <laughs> call, you, call yourself a
2: Pennsylvanian?
0: I am fascinated by the, I mean, I know we'll get into it, but that, like, the groundhog is, like, he can't die. It's the same groundhog the entire, yeah.
1: Just so, like the Highlander, as you mentioned. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And
2: And there is more than one.
1: There can
0: only they, be but, one.
2: But, but they fight for... for, they for fight. You
0: have to cut the other one's head off.
1: Yeah, it's hard because groundhogs <laughs> don't have necks. They don't have <laughs> It's difficult. <laughs> the Pennsylvania Dutch were immigrants from the German-speaking areas of Europe. The Germans had a... I'm Pennsylvania Dutch. Are you? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Wow, wow, wow. How do you make birch beer? Is it awesome? I don't know. I, 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 I was trying to be nice.
2: <laughs> Why don't you teach us how to, how to bread a pretzel?
1: No, I don't know. Or make I birch just buy,
2: I just
0: buy them. I just like them. I don't make them.
1: The Germans had a tradition of marking Candlemas, February 2nd, as Badger Day, on which uh, a badger was said to emerge from its den, and if it encountered a sunny day, thereby casting a shadow... It presaged four more weeks of winter. Only four? Yeah, back then it was only four. <laughs> Climate change, man. It's, it's real. Uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be eight
0: weeks in a couple of years.
1: <clears throat>
2: you know, a lot of the podcast episodes are about weird Pennsylvania Dutch things that have yes. kind of bled into pop culture. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah it interesting. is Interesting.
1: It is interesting. That's why we have a podcast about it.
2: Uh, that's why I wish there was a podcast about this.
1: <laughs> Next year, we're going to have I, to do Pennsylvania Dutch week. I t- <laughs> Or a month, a whole month of Pennsylvania Dutch. Uh,
0: I am interested in the second most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania, named Gus.
2: The lottery one. I knew you were going to bring it up.
1: Who's not as good? <sighs>
2: mm hmm.
1: Candlemas is a primarily Catholic festival, but also known in the German Protestant churches. Uh, in folk religion, various traditions and superstitions continue to be linked with the holiday. Although this was discouraged by the Protestant reformers in the 16th century, for the Pennsylvania Dutch, the badger became the Dox, which they referred to as groundhog. <laughs> so they replaced the beaver with the groundhog, and they just kept—and they came to America. They were like, we will worship groundhogs without persecution— here in the new world
2: (laughs) it does rival valentine's day
1: (laughs) i always get more excited for groundhog's day than valentine's day
2: (laughs) I, i bought this teddy for groundhog day or
1: valentine's day let's
0: put it on a groundhog
1: yeah I always reuse the same outfit for Groundhog Day as I do Valentine's Day. Just, you know, save money.
0: You know, the, uh, the other thing is like when it's uh, it's Groundhog's Day, we got to get a groundhog for the kids. And then two months later, nobody wants the groundhog and they give it up. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's fucked up. Shelter's just filled with groundhogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I looked up what Candle Moss was. It is a festival it's a metal band. Uh, it's a metal band. <laughs> There's a metal band.
0: It, they have a song called Bewitched. And if you like really bad 80s metal videos, this is like the king of them. It's, chef's it's like kid. shot on like somebody's camcorder. And the, it's like these hairy dudes in the woods make it up. <laughs> and the song's actually pretty good.
2: Oh, so you're okay. selling it, man. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Uh, it was some kind of uh, religious holiday where you would come and get candles from the church they would, or bring your candles to them to be blessed because uh, the winter's almost over and these are all the candles you'll have left uh, to make it through the, the long nights still ahead.
2: I guess it was something to do. Bingo wasn't invented yet.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you go back to our Grease the Pole episode, these are the same kind of people we're talking about who invented... Uh, the the Christmas traditions and the, the groundhog's day traditions. They're, they're all about living in the woods and doing weird shit with animals and, and and keeping track of the weather. So I feel like this is like Trove said, Pennsylvania Dutch to the core. They're prolific. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, if people want to know more about Pennsylvania Dutch, they should check out our, our uh, uh, episode on bell snickle as well. That's (laughs) another good one.
2: Yeah, or just head over to the uh, writing terminal.
1: We did an episode on that, too. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can tape SEPTA, which we also did. uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can breathe air, which you know we did an episode on.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Philadelphia (laughs) air. The standard term for groundhog was Grundox some regional variations in the 19th century did occur. However, the weather superstition is given as a common to all 14 counties in the Dutch Pennsylvania area, according to a 1915 monograph.
0: So they were all like, oh, oh, that's true, that part's true.
1: Yeah, whatever marmot they were using, whatever beaver or groundhog or woodchuck, whatever they were using, they all agreed that this animal could predict the weather.
0: No ferrets, though.
1: Ferrets gra- need not apply. Is a groundhog is it part pig?
2: I mean it's a hog.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. I'm just in questions. Um uh, s- somebody
0: was thinking it, but they were too afraid to ask it.
1: No, it's a rodent. Just, I, lo- I looked. I looked it up. Uh, it's okay. it's you not a pig, follow-up. it's a rodent. You
2: know my you know my follow up question was then, so that <laughs> <just> looks move on. <laughs>
1: The observance of Groundhog Day in the United States first occurred in German communities in Pennsylvania, according to known records. The earliest mention of Groundhog's Day is an entry on February 2nd, 1840, in the diary of James L. Morris of Morgantown. He was a Welsh settler commenting on his German neighbors. So, he had a lot to say.
0: He was a go- it was a gossip. He was a, go- he was
1: a hot gossip. goss. Hot he goss. was the first... He was the first South Philly riri. He was the first one to <laughs> to stick his head out the door and go, "What's going on out here?" What's going on out here? Yeah. Explain what that is. A South Philly riri is like a is like a, a grandmom or an aunt who uh, hangs in their window or off their stoop all day, is spying just on wanted you. wanted to make
0: sure you uh, just explain that.
1: Oh yeah, fair enough. Morris, the Welshman, wrote, "Quote." Last Tuesday, the second, was Candlemas Day, the day on which, according to the Germans, the groundhog peeps out of its winter quarters, and if he sees his shadow, he pops back for another six-week nap. But if the day be cloudy, he remains out, as the weather is to be moderate. End quote. <laughs> Old-timey language. Yeah. It sounds official. Yes, ye old. The weather is to be moderate. That sounds that that's so much more official than you know Glenn Hurricane Schwartz being like it's gonna rain.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm surprised you didn't say John
1: Bolaris. <laughs> no, I'm talking about meteorologists.
0: Oh, wow! Damn, shots fired.
1: Maybe that was too. Maybe that you know that
0: you
2: know, you know lot, he listens. But... I don't know why you did yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you're going to have to cut that.
0: Or right, check out our Glenn Hurricane Schwartz episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just a plug.
2: No. Wait, a plug? We finally, the
0: pl- what, we've finally figured out what this can be a commercial for, our show.
2: The podcast is a plug for the podcast,
1: not the story. That makes more sense. Climber Frias, who was city editor at the Punxsutawney Spirit, is credited as the father of Groundhog's Day. He first reported news of Groundhog's Day observances in 1886. In a February 2nd article, he wrote, quote, up until the time of going to press, the beast has not yet seen its shadow, end quote.
0: Do you think people were mad like you printed the legend? Like, like, this is like, you're giving away our secrets. We don't want other people to know about this.
1: I don't know man I was thinking about it earlier and I was trying to I was trying to decide whether this was like a cute like review thing or or you know like like the South Philly review or when the Daily News you know posts a, a oh here's here's a letter from Santa Claus or something silly like that you know I, I had trouble figuring out if this article was supposed to be in that kind of voice or if it was supposed to be uh you know deadly serious like he still believed in it like it was still part of their tradition and their beliefs because part of the humor of middle Pennsylvania is dry delivery of nonsense and I have a hard time parsing whether when it's sarcasm and when it, when it's for real.
0: Oh you mean we determine the weather from a rodent who comes out of the ground that kind of thing
1: <laughs> that kind of thing yeah and they wear they take it really seriously they wear tuxedos and top hats when they when they when they perform the ceremony when the stop the yeah. town leaders come out and, and greet the groundhog. They're wearing their Sunday best.
2: I'm sure it escalated. Yeah, now it's like a well, you know, like when we like wear a shirt and tie, don't we wear a suit, one we wear a tux, when we wear a hat.
1: You know. So it might have just started out as a joke and uh and climber was, you know, looking to fill space in his newspaper that day and so he was like, oh, I'll do an article on the groundhog, this silly fucking thing. Um or he was deadly serious. I can't tell. It was not until the following year in 1887 that the first official Groundhog Day was actually commemorated by a group hiking to Gobbler's Knob to consult an actual groundhog. Consult. <laughs> <laughs> I, they, they just went and like found one. I guess it wasn't a pl- necessarily a planned event, but they were like, we're going to honor the tradition and actually go out and find a groundhog this year.
0: Excuse me, sir. Can we bother you for a moment? <laughs> Psst, 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 psst.
2: Mm. <laughs> groundhogs love that <laughs> <laughs> they're not really pigs you know they're the
1: ever since 1887 people have gathered to see the groundhog at that very spot on every february 2nd that's where we went
2: yes yeah, old gobbler's knob
1: even that <laughs> Even the name of the place being Gobbler's Knob sounds like like is, is like part of the joke. It sounds like it's, it's a silly word. It sounds like dirty. And so being like, oh, no, that's where this giant event takes place at Gobbler's Knob. I'm the mayor of Punxsutawney. I will say Gobbler's Knob 50 times this week. Well, it's uh,
2: it's, like, it's like, like just past Blue Ball, P.A., Blue blue ball and and intercourse. Make it a left left at intercourse. You get it right over to Gobbler's Knob. I don't know. They're always funny. You're laughing. Uh, (laughs) If you're
0: in Blue Ball and you can't get the intercourse, you go to Gobbler's Knob.
2: (laughs) knob. (laughs) Print it. We need to get a roadside t shirt shop.
1: South Folignia is going to start uh, a, yeah, a pop up on the road to Punxsutawney.
2: Yeah, <laughs> a- apples and uh, t- sh- rhubarb pie, and uh,
1: yeah. yeah,
2: Big Johnson t shirts.
1: Big Johnson t shirts. <laughs>
0: Big, Big Johnson's Groundhog Day <laughs> gobbler's
1: knob. Yeah, it works out.
0: That's
1: true. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Groundhog Day celebrations in the 1880s were carried out by the Punxsutawney Elks Lodge. The lodge members were the genesis of the Groundhog Day tradition. But the lodge started out being interested in the groundhog as a game animal for food. Oh. It had, Yeah. The Elks Club had started to serve groundhog at the lodge and had been organizing a hunting party on a day each year late in the summer. So groundhog fur... Which was once used as fur for fur coats, and the flesh of the young animals was considered a tasty treat by some in the 19th and the 20th century, Pennsylvania. These were, ew. this was the product of groundhog hunters and salesmen trying to inflate the brand. I don't mean to insult anyone, but ew. <laughs> ew I
2: would never eat a groundhog.
0: I thought the same thing and then I had groundhog nachos and uh they were delicious. You know? <laughs> Maybe if
2: it was like if it was like a chili or something, but yeah, not chili. Like, not not like not like straight.
1: You just wouldn't you just wouldn't like pick up a groundhog and bite into it.
2: Right. Right. Like, like
1: an apple. <laughs> like an apple.
2: No, I, I would <laughs> Would, uh, a groundhog is mean, more
1: like a tomato. You 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 dice it up and you put, put it. in uh,
2: yeah. No, yeah, I, I hear it would, you, Trove.
1: No, that makes sense. Sun dried
0: groundhog,
2: <laughs> like if it was like made like in like in this stew or something, or like I'm saying like a chili. I might have a different opinion.
0: <laughs> Let that simmer. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I would eat it. I just I just not how, depends on how it's served. Depends how it's served. Just depends how it's served. What do you think these guys were doing? They're probably, bo- they're probably boiling it.
1: Well, the Elks Lodge—they were in the groundhog, mm. they were in the groundhog business. They were hunting groundhogs, and then they were turning the fur into coats. They were turning the meat into jerky treats, and they were trying to get this uh, uh, oh. groundhog more popular in the wider culture. Uh, I don't know why.
2: I think wearing it is grosser than eating it. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, call in.
0: Call is him now. <laughs> the lines are
2: open. Let us know what you think is grosser. Is it's
1: grosser. Eating, it's grosser eating What's more gross? Well, where? Wearing a groundhog or eating it? <laughs> well, I guess maybe we should do an Instagram poll. Maybe, yeah. In 1899, celebrations included a Groundhog Day feast, where groundhog meat was enjoyed as a local Pennsylvania delicacy. Revelers washed it down with a concoction known what? as Groundhog Punch.
2: Oh. I, what was, what's in that? What's in that? I
1: have no idea. I cannot find any mm. uh, answers to what the ingredients on Groundhog Punch this are. Is I, I but will, this is what like, oh, I would drink it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's got 80% Groundhog
1: juice. No pulp. It's just, it's it's, it's, it's it just was probably like, <laughs>
2: it was, it's probably like grain alcohol.
1: Yeah. yeah. I will generously say that I believe this was probably alcohol that they, um, they they gave a cute name to so that they could get shit faced at six in the morning.
2: Yeah. These
1: guys these they know how to party or what? They do know how to party in Punxsutawney. It's uh, yeah. it's honestly one of the best parties I ever went to. Uh, we went. We had different experiences. I don't know. You you hang out in the woods with uh, twenty thousand of your closest friends and then afterwards they serve breakfast.
2: It was it was cold and there's.
1: Too many groundhogs for me. You know, Trove, you're talking about. um, I actually, I took a video in 2008 on my little Palm Pilot uh, uh, camera phone. Don't play this. (laughs) (laughs) And in the video, Trove, Trove actually says he's going to eat the groundhog. (laughs) So 2008 Trove was all about it. What happened? How did you why did you ch- how did you change? What happened to you? What man? went wrong?
2: I would eat it. I so would.
0: No, you wouldn't. Your heart's not in it.
2: I would eat it, but I wouldn't wear it. I, sw- I stand by that. <laughs> they should serve groundhog at it. They should serve it. It should be like it should be like lobster fest, you know, like lobster. <laughs> 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 you know I mean?
1: Right. You go to groundhog day, you expect a little groundhog. You should eat groundhog at
2: groundhog fest. Yeah. If there was the a lobster vest, wouldn't you expect to eat lobster?
1: You're like, how am I supposed to wash down all these pierogies without my groundhog juice? <laughs> yeah. Give me a shot of, shot of butter. The Punxatoni Groundhog Club was formed shortly after and uh, continued the groundhog hunt and feast tradition. The hunt became more of a ritualized formality over time because practical procurement of the meat had to occur well ahead of the feast for proper marinating purposes. Yeah, you don't want to. If be you want dry. It to be good,
2: yeah, if you want it to be good, you got to lot of.
0: It's like a cooking show where they're like, you put this in for twenty minutes at four hundred, and then they just pull one out, and they're like, and this is what it looks like. Right.
1: The, the The people showing up for Groundhog's Day don't have time to wait for the rotisserie. They they want that groundhog meat right now. I want it hot. Yeah. The flavor has been described as a cross between pork and chicken. I mean, that that's any kind of meat, right? I mean I feel I, I feel like everything tastes like chicken except for beef and <laughs> lamb. Lamb. <laughs> what about human? It tastes like chicken. I mean chicken. I wouldn't
2: chicken.
1: know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean uh, uh humans taste like uh groundhogs actually, so maybe chickens
0: taste like groundhogs. We don't know. <laughs>
1: But the hunt and the feast did not attract enough outside interest, and the practice was discontinued.
0: <laughs> no one showed up to our band's show.
2: It <laughs> 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 was a Wednesday. Come on, mm, come on! I got work. I <laughs> got <laughs> kids.
1: Can you imagine how much leftover groundhog there was? They were eating <laughs> groundhog sandwiches for weeks. <laughs> it's
2: all dry. I mean, groundhogs had to die for them
1: to do all that. And nobody even showed up to my party. Nobody showed up. Uh, their, their invitations must have gotten lost in the mail. I, I'm sure they planned on coming. <laughs> At some point, the organizers leaned into the groundhog lineage that they'd been breeding. Uh, because it was more valuable as a mascot than as a meal.
0: T-shirts. That's where the real money is.
1: So they started doing, they, they started doing some more like... Uh, folksy promoting of Groundhog Day and and getting the word out, you know, Punxsutawney is the groundhog capital of the world kind of stuff. uh,
0: Groundhog, not just meat. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Not
1: just (laughs) meat. Which beat their original slogan, groundhog, the other white meat. What do groundhogs eat? What's that? Bugs.
0: What a ground yeah, they, eat, like they bugs. bugs, grubs, things like that. Yeah, I don't want to eat something that's eating a grub.
1: I got some bad news, buddy. Uh, <laughs> what do you think chickens <laughs> eat?
0: Chicken feed.
1: Feeds and cows? <laughs>
0: cows eat lamb. lamb.
2: Cows eat lamb. Cows eat like veal. Your, your dad's cat that lived to be he's 19, he eats <laughs> lamb.
1: It's a very well-lived cat.
2: Lamb and brajol. Lamb Brajol.
1: Groundhog Brajol. Now that's a lost start. Groundhog oh, Brajol. That's a rarity. <laughs> Maybe the tradition would have caught on if they wrapped it up with a little cheese. Just saying.
2: Just saying. Cheese. Always helps. That would make a difference.
1: Uh, so like I was saying, these these groundhog hunters, groundhog breeders, they uh, they changed their tune. And in nineteen sixty one, the groundhog was officially named Phil. Uh, until this time, he was referred to as Br'er Groundhog, or Brother Groundhog. Uh, Phil is possibly an indirect reference to Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Boo. <laughs> he just died this year, or last year. And I guess that kind of seemed odd to me that this uh, Pennsylvania Dutch town would name their groundhog after a British monarch. So I went to page two of the Google search returns and found this story. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa! We're giving this away for free. What, the yes, page sir. Page two of Google. This is uh this is an Ivy League education you're getting here on Legends of Philadelphia.
2: Did you get did you get lost, Ben?
1: Wow, <laughs> it's hard to find my way back. Lost on the internet. In 1953, Punxsutawney Groundhog Club sent two baby groundhogs to Los Angeles Griffith Park Zoo. Oh, Yeah. The critters had been named after Britain's new reigning couple, Queen Elizabeth II, and her husband, future Prince Philip, the, queen, the king consort. While the zoo gladly welcomed Liz and Phil with open arms, the state of California did not. Hmm. The California Department of Agriculture declared the baby groundhogs agricultural pests and deemed them to be destroyed. The animals were summarily executed... Jeez. By the state of California, even in a zoo, they couldn't have them. Nope.
2: That's bull jive, man.
1: Nope. The groundhog is a the groundhog is an invasive species uh, as far as California is concerned. They said, "Keep your Pennsylvania Dutch bullshit on that side of the country." <laughs> <laughs> so back in Pennsylvania, people were deeply insulted by this. The Punxsutawney Groundhog Club went so far as to say that the killings could spark an an international incident Uh, a spokesman told the Los Angeles Times quote, I'm going to (laughs) ask my congressman to take the matter up with the State Department so that we won't get into any complications with England. Killing these groundhogs was an insult to the royal family, end quote (laughs) Royal
2: family Oh, yeah Right (laughs) I want to insult them
0: yeah, not not that they killed two baby groundhogs. It was like the the, the Queen might be upset
1: queen, by this. The Queen is
2: upset, <laughs> invade America. <laughs> invade the states.
1: Yeah, what if they start a war again? What if they take back the Liberty Bell over this?
2: What if they take oh. the Liberty Bell back?
0: The Great Groundhog War. Nobody talks, that about, it. Nobody that talks about it. Started.
2: Nobody talks about it. So many lives
1: lost.
0: So many lost. Groundhog lives. No humans were killed.
2: The Other Forgotten War.
1: (laughs) Indeed, a congressional representative would issue a statement criticizing California, and the two groundhogs were eventually buried back home in Punxsutawney. Oh, at least I got a a burial. Yeah. Uh, 21 gun salute, full honor (laughs) guard. Taps. Uh, taps, taps, everything, yeah. Taps. <laughs> and they really played it. They didn't just, uh, they, they didn't just do record a recording. They, this is back when they used to really play it.
0: <laughs> it's from a hundred episodes ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> back when you had to know your way around a B flat.
1: Eight years later, the name Funk Tony Phil first appeared in newspapers, along with the notion that Phil is a super centenarian, having been the same forecasting beast since 1887. Damn. He's been there the whole time. Yep, it was always the same guy.
2: I like this lore, yeah.
1: Thank God they didn't send him to California.
2: It was a close one.
0: I like that he's been, He's was born in 1887, but they didn't name him till the 60s.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just didn't have a name for 80 years.
1: They were eating these groundhogs. You don't give a name to, to animals you're going to eat. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did they know not to eat Phil though?
2: Was he tell. like the
1: King Grand, King
0: Groundhog? Like I mean, he, has, he was he like an yeah, I guess he
1: from the aura. crown, right? I mean, you just the the Groundhog wearing the crown is the one you don't eat.
0: Yeah, that's good advice.
1: Or maybe they didn't know they weren't eating him. Every year he just like slipped into the back of the the pack, and he was just like hiding yeah, back he got there. Out. Every year he was just a little bit. He was just he was just he skated by by the skin of his teeth. He
0: had an adventure every year.
1: Phil's new name was also a necessity. Multiple Pennsylvania towns, such as Quarryville and Pine Grove, had also had their own prognosticating woodchucks. And the towns (laughs) were stuck in a vicious debate over who was home to the real weather sage. It's Pine Grove Pete, not Punxsutawney, Phil.
0: (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, it's Quarryville Carl. Everybody knows that.
1: (laughs) This is the Great Groundhog World. It's Blue Ball Bill. (laughs) <laughs> I love the, the knockoff groundhogs Adopting a new name was not only good branding it, But it was also a practical way to help differentiate the groundhogs from one another I love that
0: That there's like other ones Do you think there's some people who still subscribe to like No, we're a Pine Grove Pete family We don't do that Punxsutawney Phil stuff
1: Yes, there are still still Groundhog Day celebrations in these other towns. Um, But today, the largest Groundhog Day celebration in the world is held in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, where crowds of up to 40,000 people gather every year, nearly eight times the year-round population of the town. Wow. The average draw had been about 2,000 until 1993, when the film Groundhog Day, which is set uh, at the festivities in Punxsutawney, after which attendance rose... About ten thousand, and has continued to rise every year. Damn. Yep.
0: That movie was so huge.
1: Yeah. So Bill Murray and uh, and that movie kind of cemented Punxsutawney as the Groundhog Day celebration of celebrations.
0: And in the movie, because I was supposed to rewatch it, but I didn't have time. He's like a reporter
1: reporting on it, right? He, he's a weatherman, and they send him to Punxsutawney because uh, it's the biggest weather event. He's a he's a Pittsburgh weatherman, and they send him to uh Punxsutawney to cover the, the Groundhog Day event and he gets snowed in. That's how he gets uh stuck in the time loop.
0: How does he get into the time loop? Is there like a mystical thing?
1: No, I don't think so. I as a kid I kind of remembered it being that the groundhog put a curse on him or whatever. But uh I yeah, I I just <laughs> I guess I, yeah, I just remembered what I wanted to remember.
0: That would have been awesome.
2: Yeah. I think I think it was the um the um, Sonny and Cher song curses him.
1: Oh, the uh, I Got You, Babe the, plays yeah, in the morning. Yeah, cur- there's a
2: curse on that song. If you listen to it in the morning, you'll repeat <laughs> that day, as we know. And, and Harold Ramis directed that, right? Yep, Harold that was,
1: Ramis uh, and Bill Murray's friendship broke up over that movie. They yeah. didn't talk for like 25 years or something.
2: But we enjoyed that movie, so it was worth it.
1: You know, uh, <laughs> when a friendship ends for great art, I guess that's uh, that's what it costs.
2: That's right. that's right.
1: Thankfully, nobody said that about South Fellini.
2: <laughs>
0: well, you'd have to be friends.
2: Uh, you'd have, have to make great Some art. Let's make great art. Let's <laughs> 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 just make t shirts instead and not be friends. And not be friends. <laughs>
1: Uh, Groundhog's Day was not shot in Pennsylvania or Punxsutawney. Uh, it was shot in Indiana and in California for the interiors uh, of most of the sets.
2: Indiana. Huh, Hollywood
1: trickery. Some, some,
2: bullshit.
1: So Hoosiers. One thing I remember about the town of Punxsutawney Hoosiers. that I thought was really cool was that they had um, these fiberglass... We had different
2: experiences.
1: What did you... <laughs> You loved it. You it
2: loved was it. underwhelming. It was not what I was expecting.
1: Oh, I had a great time. I guess I, I guess the road trip was my favorite part. Yeah, of it, but the, I did it, like Punxsutawney as well.
2: It's the friends we made on the on the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I, I would
2: not be able. I would not feel comfortable. Wrecking, but like yeah, go check it out. Like I wouldn't say go check it out if you uh,
1: if you're going to. <laughs> it's not Coachella, but it's definitely its own thing. <laughs> Uh, we got high and went to Groundhog's Day, and I had a great time. <laughs> it was too cold for our assless chaps, and and nobody nobody liked our, our, our fire twirling, but we still had a good time.
0: I was tripping balls.
1: Uh, one of the things I did like about uh, Punxsutawney that's not in the movie because uh, they didn't shoot in Punxsutawney is they have these fiberglass uh, groundhogs all over the city, and they're decorated uh, and painted in different themes. So there's like a Fourth of July one that has a uh, it's dressed up like the Statue of Liberty. And there's a Christmas one dressed up like Santa Claus and and things like that. And I, I thought that was really cool. The groundhog is part of in their town, the groundhog is part of every holiday.
2: Wouldn't I recommend, I'm sorry.
1: That's what your Pennsylvania tax dollars are paying for, groundhog <laughs> sculptures, I guess.
2: <laughs> Just stay home and watch Deer Hunter instead. <laughs> it's, it's like four hours. It's depressing. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Young Christopher I guess it takes, Walken is in it. Yeah, it's great.
1: You could watch it on the way there. It takes about that long it's to so, get to Punxsutawney from Southfield.
2: That long, sure.
0: Keep your eyes on the road, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, like don't we said, hit, uh, don't run
0: over any groundhogs on the way there.
2: Yeah, don't drive angry.
1: <laughs> it's a uh, it's a it's a state crime to run over groundhogs in Pennsylvania state
2: crime yeah it's a felony you'll upset the, the queen the king the
1: king of Pennsylvania who is also the a king. groundhog in 2019 the king of England oh the king of England, one- oh, king of England. Yeah. that's exactly. King Charles now he doesn't Charles care for
2: he doesn't care for the groundhog
1: we never named a groundhog after him
2: over the king of Prussia. <laughs> in
1: 2019, the 133rd year of the tradition, fans of Punks Tony Phil awaited his arrival from around the globe thanks to a live stream provided by Visit Pennsylvania. So if you can't make the pilgrimage, you can at least tune in online, which was very helpful considering the next year was lockdown and the pandemic. And the Groundhog's Day had to be performed uh, in isolation with just the town leaders and the Groundhog for safety.
2: The, the Groundhog's an anti-vaxxer. He won't wear a mask. It really-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same as being there, though. You, the, you don't get the Groundhog smells from home. You know,
1: you can't taste the pierogies if you're if you're not there.
0: This is such a weird uh like it's like one of we all know it because we grew up with it and it's around here but it's just like what a groundhog tells you what the weather's gonna be <laughs> what
1: it also like i guess in the case of we covered the grease the poles stuff and you know they climb a fir tree to get presents that are hanging under the top of this you know uh, uh Proto Christmas tree and you can see how that tradition becomes you know popularized and like giving gifts at Christmas time under a tree and how it got there but I really it's it's really it's not a smooth ride to the Groundhog Day festivities that we have now it is it is all over the place from being a hunt to being a feast to being this cartoonish thing that uh, this this mascot represents the city, and, and then wars with other mascots, uh, other groundhogs, to decide who is the real uh, rodent weatherman. It's, uh, it's strange.
0: I like the other knockoff ones. I'm going to go visit them on February 2nd.
1: If we learned anything here today, we should give the same amount of attention and, and love and care to all the groundhogs in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, I agree. Except if they're delicious.
1: You don't and know they're if they're going either, home with me. they're going to be delicious until you try them.
0: <laughs> well, give me a groundhog. Where do I go?
1: Punks of tawny You guys have anything else you want to add?
0: It's such a it's such a bizarre like I don't know it it sounds made up, but it's been happening for a hundred and. 35 years.
1: <laughs> well, I guess it was made up 135 years ago and they just That's true. They never Someone quit. did
0: make it up.
2: I I would I would say there is it is a a nice time, but I would say the food of Poxitoni is a C+. Plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I can I I think it's so silly and so stupid. I uh, I love yeah. it. I had a great time. You are going to go back?
2: Uh, that's a long yeah, drive. we're, we're going. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, we're going back. We're taking the Fleeny Mobile. Absolutely
1: not. We're, the hovercraft. That's a great idea. The
2: hovercraft. Da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so loud.
1: Uh, we're gonna we're gonna scare away all the groundhogs.
0: <laughs> so next week is just gonna be this episode again, and the week after that, and after that, and after that.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the that's the joke. We're just gonna post it every day.
0: It's the gimmick.
1: So get ready for that. I hope you like this episode.
0: I hope you like this C minus episode.
1: <laughs> it's as good as the food in Punksitawney. Just as good. It's fine. It's fine. All right, that's pretty much all there is to know about Groundhog Day. Please check out our website, ww.soundfelini.com. That's S-O-U-T-H-F-E-L-L-I-N-I com for cool Philly inspired merch. Visit us at 1507 East Patronk Avenue in beautiful South Philadelphia, Thursday through Sunday, 12 to 5 p.m. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We're at South Fellini everywhere. Follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you.
2: What are your best
0: groundhog wing recipes?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't have the spicy ones anymore, so we need new recipes.
1: (laughs) Sweet and sour is the best. Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, get boosted, and don't drive angry.